On today's episode 38 of Mainly Games, we review Off the Press, San Francisco, and off the shelf, we take a look at the classic Castles of Mad King Ludwig. But since it's the Halloween season, we give you our top 10 Halloween season-themed games. Don't be scared. It's coming. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we are a podcast about Mainly Games. That's it. So, sorry it has been a couple weeks. It has been a couple, but we're here. We are here. Surprise! Yes, so we did put out a small update, which we will probably delete coming up. Yep, So it doesn't show up on our feed forever. (laughs) But um, we were all ready to record. We were indeed. On that Wednesday, I believe, right? Yeah, we had we were working on Tuesday to record Wednesday because we thought let's be efficient and record early. But surprise! Yes, for you that don't know, we do live in Fort Myers, Florida. We live in Southwest Florida. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so Fort Myers, Florida, our hometown, mm-hmm. has been in the news quite a bit. It has just a little bit. Yes. So we did get hit by Hurricane Ian. We did. We and did. when I say hit, we mean hit. We mean smacked in the face. Oh my goodness! It's terrible so it yeah. was one of those things um i was at the i got a chance to go to miami and be a part of the autumn spectacular which was awesome which was great yeah and they had me doing i see i was doing games with them on monday tuesday uh-huh. and tuesday i was supposed to go later yeah but we i kind of we woke I, up tuesday morning with all these emails and calls like hey have you seen the news the latest 5 a.m update which we hadn't which we weren't that nervous yeah. about it um tom's nice enough he calls me on um i think friday or saturday yeah, yeah. when he was call- it one of those days one yeah. of those days he calls me he's like hey obviously things have changed yeah so if you don't feel comfortable coming to miami don't worry about it yeah. you know we we don't you know we can do it later and I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It's it's going to be because at, at that, that point, time the hurricane was fine. It wasn't supposed to hit us. It was going to hit North Florida. It was right. Yes. So I was like, oh, it's fine. You know, also yeah. Miami's a bit safer. They're on yeah. the other coast. I'd yeah. rather be over there than over here. Yeah. So I said, yeah, don't don't worry about it. So we're over there, and it was eerie being in the hotel. All the TVs are talking about this this storm, this, right? This thing and coming to Florida. It is. It, it's massive, right? It's growing by I the mean, day. I mean, we got hit by Charlie a few years mm-hmm. ago, and Charlie fit inside of the eye, right? Yeah, isn't that of this, sad? Of the yeah. So anyway, we're watching it, and you know, Sunday we got there. Sunday I was fine, and then Monday did all the stuff. Tom actually flew out early. He had to go to the World Board Game Championship to make yeah. sure he could get out. Yeah. And um, so I'm watching it, and then I'm like, you know what? This might be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tuesday morning, that 5 a.m. update was the one where I was like, okay, we need to get back. So you actually had to cancel some of the things you were supposed to do um, Tuesday afternoon. Right. Because we had to get back before the wind started to hit us. Which I was going with. We <laughs> I was supposed to play Castle Panic with them yep. later. And I yep. mentioned to Z that morning. I'm like, hey, man, is it okay if I you yep. know, head out a bit early? He's like, dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whenever you need to go, go. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I played up until Telestrations were my last yeah, game there. Yeah. And um, then headed out. It is. It was eerie uh-huh. coming back because we were the only cars yes. going north on 75. We were. Everyone else was going south towards Miami. It was actually like um, bumper-to-bumper traffic. They weren't moving because so many people were leaving southwest Florida to go over to Miami. It was, I mean, it was that just... That was when we were like, did we do the right thing? I know. I was like, have I made an enormous mistake? <laughs> But we were wanting to get back, so yeah. you know, get back and be with our family, who yeah. is also here. And it was so it was very surreal coming back. But we yes. got back, and at that time, it had shifted south. Yeah, and it kept which going, is something it kept doing. It just kept it kept going, going south and south. And, south. Mm-hmm. and then so we ended up having some friends, some gamer friends we met in our gamer group, and they ended up staying with us during the storm because they were evacuated. Because at that point, it had moved down to Tampa. Then it moved to Northport, and it kept moving, and they're closer to the coast. Yes. We're a little bit inland. Yeah. We're you know, not in a major flood zone. Yeah. Yeah. So they ended up staying with us, and we're like, hey, we'll have a hurricane party. You know what? We'll, just, we'll mm-hmm. just go ahead. We've done this before. Yep. And we will just play some games. So they came over, and I don't want to go too much into this thing. I'm sure you've seen the news. Mm-hmm. But it was insane. It was the longest hurricane. I My first hurricane was Irma, right? Right. And Irma was like, there was wind, and then there was a really bad windy patch, and then it was kind of over, right? Right. This lasted, what, at least 12 hours. There was really, really bad wind at one point, but the 
the wind and the rain just kept going for hours and hours. It didn't stop. It just didn't stop. It just kept going and going. We couldn't go walk our dog because we knew she would just blow away. Yeah, Alex, it it died down for a moment because with hurricanes, you get bands. (laughs) Yes. You guys see those on the news, right? And you see the bands coming out. What you don't know is in between those bands, you get moments of calm. Yeah. Right? You get moments, and that's where you see the people go out and take videos or whatever. And by calm, I mean, we're talking maybe tropical storm winds. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 60 to 70, 80, 90 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, that's called a Tuesday down here. But um, (laughs) so you get those bands. So during one of those like breaks, my wife's like, hey, should we go walk Belle? And we have a little cavachon. She probably weighs six pounds. She weighs nine pounds. Whatever. That's a kite. When you're in <laughs> yes, these. I know. I'm like, but I felt so bad for her because she was stuck in her little kennel the whole day. And I was like, we've got it. She's got to go out. This is literally, I mean, yes. it is. I mean, we went to sleep with three trees in our yard. Yeah. We woke up with two trees in our yard and both of them were our neighbors. Yeah. Right. That's how, that's how it is. It's, it was insane. It's insane. insane. So, and it just wouldn't stop. And eventually, Eventually it did, of course. Eventually. But then, then you see everything happening down here, you and see it the is destruction. Oh, it's a it's a disaster. And the lack of power. Lack. We also had no water for a very no running water for a very no long water, time. no power. Yeah. And um, we recorded that last update on our phone <laughs> yes. and uploaded to Podbean. And I do appreciate all the emails that have come in yeah, saying, that "Hey, was really nice. hey, Thank check you. in on us and stuff." We are fine. Yeah. Um, our house suffered minor damage. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, we did a lot better than a lot of people in our area. Yeah. Our resorts that we do work at. A couple of them uh, were gone. on South Sea. I'm sorry, Sanibel. Yeah. And they are pretty much destroyed. Yeah. So it's just also the bridge out there is destroyed and all that. But um, not to rehash all this, you've seen it all in the news. Uh, we're doing fine down here. We're good. We're good. We have power and water now. We do. And honestly, some of our gamers have lost a lot, have damage, but we are getting together with them to game. That is That is what actually has, through this, it's kind of shown me that gamers are a community. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like I've been talking to our our gaming friends mm-hmm. on text, I mean during the hurricane after all that yeah. and you see gamers pull together. Um like our friend Jacob, you know, and Remy, they have a house over there and other gamers that don't have power are going over there to shower and yeah. to game and to watch a movie. And it's just community is pulled together. Oh, yeah. And board games bring people together. It is amazing. I think people that don't play board games don't get that. Right? No, they don't. And I've seen that before. The people say, oh, you like the games. Like, oh, I do like the games. But yeah. I also like the community. Yeah, right. And Absolutely. that right there has shown yeah. through this. Yeah. And it's been pretty incredible. Yeah. That. But in, but anyway, so we're doing... Because you can build some amazing community when you're playing a two-hour game or a 20-minute game or a five-hour game of Agnova, whatever it is, you build community. Right, you're playing the game, but you're also yeah. talking the entire yeah, right? time. right, I know. When is the last time you had a three-hour conversation with somebody? It's probably, yeah. like, no. never, unless no. it's over a board game. Right, right. You know, you're sitting there talking. Yeah. So it's great. Um, all right, so anyway, enough about Ian. He's yep. He's gotten up enough of our time. Yep. We're moving on for him. Moving on. Um. So... The Autumn Spectacular. Yes. It was really fun to go over there. It was a surprise yeah. that Tom it mentioned. It was awesome. And we had a lull on the schedule. So I went over there and I ended up playing San Francisco, which I'm talking about today. Yep. Nightmare Productions. Yep. Sorcerer's Arena. Yep. Telestrations. Wolves. Wolves. Yep. And I think I might be forgetting one. I feel like you are forgetting something. You played something before Telestrations, but I don't remember I what did. It was. I forgot what it was. But... Yep. um. I don't know. It I, was a winner. It was. <laughs> my mind is mush right now. But yeah, so it was fun. And those guys, you know what? The Dice Tower crew, I have to say, are great. You know, I knew I knew several of them by talking to them and stuff at yeah. conventions, and they're all good guys. But what Tom has built there, it's really, it's really incredible. Oh, yeah. I didn't, like, go in, but from what you showed me, it looks amazing. It gives me more respect for them. You yeah, know? and it's just, and it's not just the building; it's the mm. people. You know, yeah, he, right, absolutely. He has, it's just everybody there is is different in their own right, but they're just kind and they have this love and passion for, for the games. industry and yeah. board games. Yeah. So I mean, it's I you, you can really, definitely tell that they love board games. Yeah, you, know? you couldn't really hope for a better, really tip of the board gaming spear. Yeah, is what they do. I mean, yeah. it's a really a it's it's a rising tide elevates all ships. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what they are. Right. So, um, yeah, I just say kudos to Dice Tower for yeah. and Tom in particular for creating this 
this environment, this yeah. group of people. That's great because I know everyone here has watched their videos and reviews, and I'm Who sure you. I've never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've ran into them, and they probably <laughs> smiled or talked to you yeah. because that's the way they are in yeah. real life too. But um, anyway, it was really fun. It was fun to be a part of it, and. Sorcerer's Arena was fun. It's kind of different when you have these companies watching you play. I we're gonna review this again when I played the game, and so I do want you to share that. It was when we, it was pretty funny it. how it was Tom and I were just playing Sorcerer's Arena, yeah. and and on, we're gonna on talk camera about that. live on camera live, of course. Yeah, yeah. we're <laughs> gonna talk about that next time. But it's pretty much where Disney people go against Disney people. And it's funny that the op is also watching. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to smack Gaston. And it says here, in the face, I'm going to smack you in the face. And it's pretty <laughs> funny, you know, banter back and forth. And then <laughs> Tom's like, well, the op commented that it doesn't actually say in the face. <laughs> and you kind of forget yes. that these people are watching. And of course, yeah. the op has a great sense of humor about that too. Yeah. And then we'd keep, when you knock out characters, we'd say, okay, I'm, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go ahead and kill Mickey. And then the op has to say, knock out, not kill. <laughs> You're going to knock out, Mickey. And it's pretty funny to be corrected like that. Yes. So it took some getting used to. Um, that's pretty awesome. Anyway, so that's I am excited about um, really looking into that one. But mm -hmm. I want to play that a couple more times yep. to see our feelings on that. And I want you to play that. Yeah, I've never played it. Because you are a huge Disney fan. I am a huge Disney fan. And I want you to compare it to other That was Disney one of my games. biggest things about Hurricane Ian. We had Disney reservations for one of the days. And there's a hurricane, so we can't go to Disney. Yeah, yes, we did not go to Disney. It was a Disney. devastating day. So, <laughs> so, all right. So then also, what else is yep. going on? One of our pandemic projects, we are building Walhalla. Which we is are. A, oh, I wanted to say, because of the hurricane, I've had time to paint. And I finally finished the thing I've been trying to paint since January. Yes, I realize it's October. Yes. I painted the little book nook that you had printed. That looks amazing. You should go to our Instagram and see that. Yep, the book um, nook. But I have finally finished painting that. So hooray, hooray, hooray. So now I'm painting minis. That's good. That's yep. And it's going to be great. Going yep. to Walhalla. We'll put a picture of that yeah. when it's up on our Instagram. Walhalla is going to be amazing. Now, movie-wise, yeah. we are showing Juliet, our six-year-old. Who Correct. did turn six, by the way, the day after the hurricane? She did. Maybe two days after the hurricane. Anyway, so we were going to have this big party. Had it all yeah. planned with princesses and stuff. Obviously, the party got canceled. Yeah. You know, we didn't have power. We didn't have... It's, we didn't it have was, water. It there was, was no crazy. way we could do a birthday. But anyway, she still turned six. That stuff still happens. Yep. She lost a tooth, too. She did. It was a big... Not, not <laughs> do the hurricane. No. And... She also, we also had to go to the emergency room for a cut on her head. <laughs> she buffed her head on a bookshelf. The day, yeah, non-hurricane related. <laughs> so we're out there for a small little cut on her head, which was yeah. fine. It just needed a cut but, um, to be glued together. It's crazy the amount of mm -hmm. people. Don't go to an ER after a hurricane if you can avoid no. it. But, um, all right, so movie-wise. Yes. She has started watching The Hobbit. Right. And love The Hobbit. She loves The Hobbit. Oh, I like goodness. it more watching it with the kid. I remember I watched it once. Yeah. And I liked it. I don't remember much but i enjoy it oh yeah, yeah i love it yeah i remember when it came out there was some criticism of it i don't remember what it is but in time that criticism i in my opinion has not stuck like it's just a suspense good story driven movie and i will admit something now that i don't think you've known yeah i'm admitting this now freely it's kind of i'm airing this dirty laundry uh-huh it wasn't until the end of the second movie of the hobbit yeah that i realized that that was not Liv Tyler. I remember you telling me this. And yes. I was like... Because you were like, hey, Liv Tyler. And I'm like, why is he talking about Liv Tyler? And then I eventually said to you, you know that's not Liv Tyler. Because she was like having this remote, this romance thing with a dwarf. I'm like, well, this is yeah. weird. What about Aragorn, you know? Yeah. and But it was Evan Evangeline Lilly, I yeah, think, Evangeline. from Lost. I don't know. Yes. So anyway, that was awkward. Yes. But um, watch that. Now... Then we have the Black Adam with The Rock is coming out. That's coming out very soon. End of October. Excited about seeing yep. that. For Halloween, now we are going to do our top 10 Halloween-themed games later in this. And yes. that's kind of this what episode. this episode is mm -hmm. about. We are reviewing two games, one off the press and one off the shelf. Yeah. And we're going to go into those. But mainly, we're going to talk about our top 10 Halloween games at the end. I did notice on Facebook, people are starting to do their Halloween movies and yeah, watching yeah. those. I saw a friend of ours is doing a Frankenstein marathon. Oh, I would do that. And here are the movies they're watching. Okay. Frankenstein. Obviously. The Bride of Frankenstein. Obviously. People watch these back to back. Young Frankenstein. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Frank and Weenie. Okay. Yeah, all right. I haven't seen no, that. No, I haven't seen that, but okay. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Okay. Don't think I've seen that. And Gods and Monsters. Really? So anyway, I just I thought would be I would 
share I don't know that. If Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, like as a back-to-back double feature kind of thing. Because people always say, you know, Frankenstein's part one, Bride of Frankenstein's part two. So I would see that. That's, I mean, anyone, yeah. I don't know which ones I would add. Like probably I'd add Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. And maybe some of the Hammer films. I don't know. You could add a Hammer Frankenstein. But if anybody there. knows that we need to add to that, if we end up doing that mm-hmm. marathon, let us know. I'd be all for a Frankenstein marathon. You definitely would. Yeah. I have, One of the minis I've started to paint is um, we have a little creature with a black lagoon figure. I've started to paint him, right? Finally. Finally. And because I thought he would look great on our wall, Holla. And um, Julia was talking about wanting to see that movie. And I'm like, maybe it's time for her to see it. Oh, yeah, those movies yeah. are not scary. No, 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 no. 50s, I think that was 50s. That was 60s. Was it 60s? Yeah, it was 60s, and they made the decision to film on black and white to That's give it that right. classic feel, wow. even though color was readily available. Yes, it was. <laughs> there you go. Uh, lots of, all right, so, yeah, all right, okay. let's mm-hmm. go into our games. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, um, we're going to review our off the, sh- off the press yeah. review. Let's do it. And that is San Francisco. Yes. This is one I did play once at the Autumn Spectacular. I saw this at Gen Con. You did? San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco. It is by Rebel Games, and it is, and of course, Reiner Knizia. Hey. So we've reviewed a lot of Reiner Knizia games recently. He has put out a lot in the last year. I think he is the Stephen King of board games. Maybe he is. I don't know. Keeps putting them out. Yeah, putting them out. Yeah. So, and this set, they all have a different feel, which is great. So, it's a good thing going, so just keep going. So in this game, you're building your version of San Francisco, okay? Mm-hmm. So everybody gets a board, and there are five parallel districts of different colors. I mean, there's different things like seaside, industry, and all this different, but pretty much it's different parallel horizontal, let's just say horizontal districts okay. of different colors, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about this game that intrigues me is it's very simple. In okay. your turn, you can only do one of two options. Okay. You can place a project... Mm-hmm. or finalize a project. Now, okay. if you place a project, there's a project deck, mm-hmm. and you're going to take a card from the top of the project deck, and you're going to place it into one of three columns. Okay? I believe it's three. Let me see. Yeah. So anyway, you place it in, into one of the three columns. Okay. Now, then it's the next person's turn. That's your whole turn. Pulling it, placing it down. Okay. Now, or you can finalize a project. When you finalize a project, you grab a column of cards and add them to your city. So you're like, ooh, I like that. It could be either be one card or it could be a column of cards, those ones that people are placing. Mm-hmm. So now why wouldn't you just do that every time? Why wouldn't you just grab the cards and place them on your city? Well, that's where it gets interesting. Each time you grab a column, you get a contract. And it's a little little like um, cardboard piece. Mm-hmm. And you could only grab a column that has more projects and you have contracts. So if you have a contract... And all the columns have only one project in it. You can't grab any of them. Okay. You can only okay. grab one of the two. So that kind of is a catch-up mechanism for people that haven't grabbed or waiting till later in the round to grab. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't just keep grabbing things like that. So you grab it and place it in your, and add it to your city. Now, what's interesting, when you place a project, um, it's interesting because you sometimes there are three projects already out there. Yep, yep. And you have to place it. You're wanting to place it to where it's not that appealing to someone else. If you know someone else is going in a certain direction, you're not going to want to group those together. Yeah. So there's a lot of looking at everybody else's boards, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out where they're going, Mm -hmm. and trying to... Really, it it is almost a game built on hate drafting. Yeah. So I'll I'll get to that a bit later. But okay, okay, so... So now let's talk about the projects. Okay. Um, they all have populations on them, some more than others. You know, so populations they have like pictures of people. You know, everyone's wanting to get the most populated districts. Also, there are cable cars that need to be attached to depots. Now, these you score in game points. If you stick a car to the cable car on there in the middle of the board with no tracks around it, it doesn't count. But if it does have tracks that connect it to a depot, which depots are at the bottom of the board, mm-hmm. you then take this little cute little cable car and put it on there. So you know this scores at the end. Now, some cards themselves have depots. So you could have a depot in the middle of the board that could help connect those. Then there are skyscrapers. Now, these project cards have foundations that they can be built on. But the skyscrapers are only built if they have surrounding them population of seven or more people. Okay? Which, when looking at BGG, that's all you see, this, the pictures of the skyscrapers. They yes. do make really nice pictures. They yeah. really do. That's <laughs> every time people are going to want to take yeah. a picture of those skyscrapers. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So then there are also other project cards, like some seaside cards allow your skyscrapers to only be built with six or less. Mm -hmm. And some have bonus icons. If you have two in a district, then you get to grab a bonus. And these bonuses are like a cable car tile where you actually place it on there and you make a normal project also have a cable car. Or they could add population, things like that. And then in-game is a point salad mixture of different types of scoring. Your population, mm -hmm. you've got first, second, third, all of that stuff. Yeah. And that's it. So, okay. So now, here are what my thoughts are. Okay. First of all, it is a low scoring game. To really? where literally one of the icons, one of the little chits you can grab mm -hmm. gives you one and a half points. Oh, wow. it is a low scoring game. Okay. And, but that's fine. If everybody scores low, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It, but that's, I don't know if that's a pro or a con. That's just something you have to know going into it. Now the pros, like you said, the skyscrapers look nice. Oh my goodness. It looks amazing. I mean, yeah. we're, why are you talking about looking at some of the pictures on BGG? And they look incredible. We were yeah. playing and some of the comments were, wow, were those painted? And they're not, they're not. They're actually just, they're folded up, put them in there. And those... It, it is a good-looking game, oh, especially yeah. where the skyscrapers are concerned. Yes. They really are. Um, it's also, another pro, it's quick, mm -hmm. and it's easy to learn. Mm -hmm. You there just you kind of go out, and you go at it. Easy to learn, but hard to do well. There's a hard lot... Hard to master. That, hard to master. I hate that phrase, <laughs> but it is true. Okay. And there are so many different ways to get points on there. Yeah. So, now, the cons... It didn't, although it, it clicked, I was fine with it, it didn't grab me. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy it, and I don't know if I don't really have ties to San Francisco. I mean, I've been, we've been to L.A. and a lot over mm -hmm. there, but not... I don't know if that was it. Um, and I wasn't crazy about the art style. Yeah, okay. It, it just seemed kind of... And also, the gameplay just seemed kind of dry. Okay. It had high points. The skyscrapers I liked. The cable cars were very cute. Yeah. Things like that. You said there's a lot of hay drafting too. Like That's, you would draft something because you saw that someone else needed it and you didn't want them to get it. You know? That is the other thing. It yeah. is built on a lot of hay drafting. Yeah. And although hay drafting is not actually a take that mechanic, yeah. it honestly can be. You do, you do have to focus on everyone else as much or more than you're focusing on yourself. Yeah. So that is something you need to know going in. It is really about noticing what other people need yep. and don't need and how to prohibit them from getting that while you're getting what you want to. So it's based on that. Now, all of that being said, because this game is short, around 30 to 45 minutes, I still like it. Yeah. I would play it again. I would enjoy playing it again. If somebody said, do you want to play it? I'd say, sure. I'd sit down and play it. Because you give a lot more leeway to games that have that shorter playtime. Correct, yeah. You, you I do. Think that I mean, if this game came in at even 90 minutes or 120 minutes, yeah. I'd probably have to think more about it. Yeah, you might grumble a little bit in your head, but maybe play it reluctantly. See, this says yeah. 45 to 60. I think that's on the high end. Really? I think you could probably finish this in maybe 30, 40 minutes. How does the game end? When all the cards are drawn or something? When all the projects okay. are out. Okay. Yeah, and then it just ends. Okay. Um, but also, I think... And then it's over. What slows it down is the AP. Because yeah. there is some AP on this trying to figure out, oh, what, what am I doing now? Where am I going with this? Okay. So that right there is what kind of slows it down. Yeah. But... I, w I would recommend everyone try this game. If you love San Francisco, if you love the art style, then It has that kind of like what, um, you know, like looking at the cars and not like modern cars. Like a vintage feel. Yeah, it does have that, thank you, vintage. I was trying to think of the year. I don't know, like maybe 1950s kind of feel to it. Right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it's, like I said, very yeah. light. I think the mm -hmm. weight here on BGG is two and it's 45 to 60 minutes. Try it out. You know, watch a gameplay of it. If you like the gameplay of it, it's probably for you. So it's one of those that, although for me personally, I'm not crazy about it. I probably wouldn't want to add it to our collection. I would give it a soft recommendation because yeah. it is a fun game. And really, you have to try it to see if it clicks with you. Yeah. So anyway, that is um, San Francisco. That is by Reiner Kadizia and Rebel Games. Yes. All right, so the next game we're talking about is Castles of Mad King Ludwig. You're saying what? And yes, yes. we are still continuing our off-the-shelf. Yeah, I was going to say this changes things up a little bit. Off-the-shelf, well, a little 
older game. Yep. You know? And I this is again one of those things yeah. that has passed us by. Mm-hmm. We've had it sealed forever. We thought finally we're gonna crack it open and let's give it a see try. what it's about. Yeah. We actually saw someone playing it on the Games of the Gulf Coast retreat that happened right before the hurricane. Yes, yeah, we, did. we saw someone play this, and so we were like, hey, we should play this. So, okay, this game is a tile laying game, and in this game, you lay one room at a time, starting from your foyer, right? Mm-hmm. So, this the game starts with a master builder, and on the master builder's turn, they arrange the room tiles, which are decided based on like there's a deck of cards that they draw from for the rooms. Um, the like the little room deck and the master builder then arranges the room in order of the most expensive to the least expensive that you can buy so you know on one turn the master builder might have you know a, a kitchen room as like fifteen thousand, but on your turn you might change it so it's only one thousand you know that's right. what you do okay and then it goes around with um the group with the master builder buying last right with the people then buying rooms and the if they buy a room, they give that money to the master builder of that round. Or if they don't buy, they get $5,000 from the bank. Okay? And then when you complete a room, meaning that all the doorways of that room are that um, are covered by leading to other rooms, you score the points of that room. So okay. you're scoring your points as you go. And then the next round, the person takes the master builder, um, and then they do what they want to do. And the game keeps going until all that ro- the room deck, all those cards are gone. And um, there's also personal like goals that you get at the start of the game that count to end of game scoring. Yeah, that is essentially how you play the game. That's it. Yeah, I we played this. I really liked this game. This was really fun. I liked the tile building of it. There is a little bit of that. Um, there's not too much hate drafting. I don't think. No. Where you see someone needs a room and you're like, hey, I'm gonna buy it before them just because but and that is the difference in this one although there is hate drafting you're you're stuck with that that i guess not room. card but the room mm-hmm. and also it can be mitigated by the master builder placing yes. it where they want to yeah, go yeah right absolutely so um but no it's really fun it's it kind of is like a puzzle but it's not super puzzly right yeah I did really like that. I liked that kind of that building aspect of it and everything like that. It was very fun looking at like the room that the castle that you built looked totally different to the castle that I built. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was really, I, it was really fun. I really liked that. It was very, it was quick too. It wasn't too long. And it's, it's funny. It's like you look at everyone else's castle and it's, it adds a lot of comedy where you're like, I didn't know. I just kept putting circle. I kept grabbing circle yes. tiles because I needed those. Yes. Not the circle tiles. I needed what they were, whether yeah. they were like a theater recreation or whatever or, recreation. Yeah, yeah. And ends up at the end, like Jeff's like, wow, you're just making the bubble room over there. I'm like, apparently I am. Yeah. It's so it's really funny seeing everyone's different layouts yes oh absolutely and and yeah. it's a very winchester type of way where you have so many is, doors that yeah. don't go anywhere yeah just corridors that lead to nowhere right and it's <laughs> but now another thing that it's funny is you would see a tile come out mm-hmm. and you're like i need that but then when you grab it to physically place it somewhere you're like it doesn't fit i had that problem i there was a little tile that i needed and it did not fit on my board because of the way the rooms were arranged and there was nothing i could do about it so I had to plunk it somewhere else that hurt me a little bit it's it's <laughs> brutal yeah now the one thing i will say is the scoring is a little bit fiddly true um, true true it's now i don't know now they were we were scoring as you go, but yes. the problem with that is if you forget or certain things score different ways, yeah, and yeah. then certain rooms will be worth two, mm-hmm. but they're worth one extra one if it's attached to a food room. Yeah, yeah. And all that stuff has, has to score at once. And if you forget to score, you're like, oh, I forgot to score this one, and then you go back. Well, did I score this one? Yes. So pretty much at the end, you just have to double check the scores. Yeah, you do. Is what you mm-hmm. kind of have to do. And that's what we did at the end. And of course, you have the different objectives, which I I did oh, like. Oh yes, I forgot to put in there. There is objectives um, at the top that you know the we had the one where the person with the most gardens got 
Right. And then the most recreation rooms and the most corridors and the most something else. I can't remember. But that was that was a good thing, too. And mm-hmm. then there are the personal goals, which I always say every time. I love when a game, before oh. you have ever played it, says, go ahead and choose these goals first. Yeah. Pick one and get rid of one. So You're like, like, wait, okay, what? It's fine. I have no idea what I'm doing. Now, yeah. again, I grabbed the one where you get eight points if you get every one of a certain tile. Yeah, I did that, too. And I was very ambitious, and mm-hmm. it's you need to just that needs to be your whole goal in life is to yes. get those, yeah, and not have a bubble room where you don't <laughs> get that. Yeah. So, um, but didn't you have an objective too about round rooms? I did, yeah, I did. So, well, yeah. I got that later in the game. Oh, it kind of worked out. Nice. Okay. So another con on this yeah. is something that the new deluxe version kind of mitigated. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little bit fiddly on setup because you had to pull out each one of those tiles and stack them up yes, and put yes. them together like that. Now, we are going to have a box of a mess, by the way, because... Oh, yeah, we just threw them all in Because the we were after curfew. We have a curfew here in Fort Myers now, so... Yeah, fun. At a buddy's house, we had to throw it in there. We had to leave, at, you know, get home before curfew. <laughs> but um, in the... I guess in the deluxe, they have more like a like a Lazy Susan style yeah. thing that Planet Unknown has where everything has its own place. Oh, yeah, which I really liked. And I did see that you could 3D print those. Right, so. which I think is something to add. I'm sure they're on Etsy, yeah. things yeah. like that. Um, the game is also quick and easy to learn. I was going to say it was very, it was a quick game, easy to learn. You know, there's not that many options you can do in your turn. Either you buy a tile or take money. Right. You know, so that does help. Um Sometimes um, when you've got the buying your tile, you do get a little bit of analysis paralysis because you've got to look at your entire, ca- particularly as you start building your yep. castle and you've got more and more rooms to kind of cover the doorways. You do get a little bit of that AP because you're like, uh, 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 what, uh, uh, you know, but it is it's almost, not terrible. It's almost too quick yeah. for me too, which is, is good. You always want one yeah. not overstaying as welcome. Um, the other complaint I have of this version, we didn't play the deluxe, yeah. but the icons of what the rooms are could be a bit bigger. Oh yeah, they're tiny. And yeah. I don't like that. There are a couple times I burnt myself by yes. not looking close enough. I completely agree with that too. Yes, on the tiles, I needed to get a um, downstairs room. And yes. I didn't realize that it's this tiny little thing. It's hard to see when the when all the rooms are laid out on the other side of the table. It's hard to see those little tiny, tiny, tiny icons. They yeah, it needs to be a bit yeah. more vibrant as far as that goes. Well, bigger, <clears throat> bigger. So because <laughs> yes. really, by the time you take a tile, you then have it in your area, and you're like, oh, that was the wrong one. Next person's already gone. You can't, you know. Yeah. No take backsies. No. So that was. You do have to, in that game, play this rule. Well, like, once you've bought a room, move on. If you can't place it, that was your fault. Otherwise, it will take forever. It would take forever, yes. But, um, Mm -hmm. so, all of that in, take it into account. Yeah. What did you think about it? Oh, I really like this game. I think it's just a fun, quick game. So, shelf, storage, or selling? Oh, shelf, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's definitely, I I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, Me too. I really enjoyed this game. Because so, it's not an old game. It's 2014, yeah. which makes it around eight. So it's ancient. Eight, yeah, it's so old. <laughs> so, um, but I did. Yeah. I did like it a lot. Me too. Uh, would I get the deluxe? I don't know. Um, I looked at it. It's pre-order and it's a little pricey. Yeah. I mean, I would play the deluxe, but I don't know if I would get the deluxe. Yeah. But yeah, I true. did. I did like it a lot. Yeah, me too. So mm-hmm. I'm sure most of you have played Castle of Mad King Ludwig. This was a winner. It, it was definitely good. Yeah. Definitely recommended. Yep. So there we go. All right. So now we're going to go on to the core of our episode. Yes. And that is our top 10 Halloween season themed games. And why did I say Halloween season themed? Mainly because they're not, I guess, just not Halloween, more the spooky mm-hmm. type of fun horror genre type yeah, of I games. Yeah, I was it's horror genre. When you looked at games, what were your big things you looked at to put on this list? Uh, it had to deal with something spooky. Yeah. Right. That was kind of my thing. Cause there are a few games where I was like, Oh, it's not super spooky. So, eh, you know, but I think it had to be like involved like zombies or skeletons or ghosts or something wow. like that. You yeah. went heavy on it. Yeah. Yeah. I went just that horror type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a lot of murder in these games too. This was a hard one yeah, for me to yeah. go to. Because now we're gonna have a lot of crossovers, probably okay. because we love this style of game. Yep. And I do have a lot more honorable mentions than I would have liked. I have some honorable mentions too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. certain things, and I will say why each of these jumped off the list. Yeah. For for various reasons. Yeah. And kind of made me sad leaving some of these off the list. Yeah. But you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so we are gonna go with the top ten 
Halloween season themed games. So yes. number 10. What is your number 10? My number 10 is Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack. Yeah, Mr. Jack. Yeah, I like this two-player game. One person's Jack the Ripper. One person is the police officer. Yep. And you're trying to hunt down a killer. It's funny you put this. This was on my yeah. short list. Okay. Mr. Mm -hmm. Jack. Mr. Jack. It is one of those that I do like Mr. Jack so much Me that too. I wanted to get that pocket Mr. Jack or whatever they had to where yeah, it's like a yeah. travel size. Yeah. But really, this is travel size. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to keep my pocket. But <laughs> it's... It is a fun game. I do really like this as a two-player game. It's really, I, I really like it. We can turn, you can stay away from the lampposts and all this. It is a quick two-player game. So you yeah. like this and not Santorini. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy to me. Santorini looks gorgeous on the table. Yeah, I think Santorini looks pretty. Oh, the game is the Gulf Coast. I almost, I tried to convince you to buy Santorini New York, right? Because it looked pretty. Well, who am I going to play with? Uh, I don't know. All right. So anyway, <laughs> but yeah, Mr. Jack, I, yeah, I agree. This is on my yeah. short list. It didn't make it. Yeah. But I'm glad it is on yours. Yeah, it's on my <clears> list. All right. Now, number 10, yep. this one made it by the skin of its teeth. Ooh, okay. And I feel bad because... Last year, this one was much, much higher. Okay. I'd like to go back and see where it was. It was probably, oh, uh, it was probably top five. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Fury of Dracula. Yeah. And Fury of Dracula was one of our top games of all time Ever. for me. Yeah. yeah. It's just, and it's so weird. I guess really you can sum up this game's fall in one thought, and that is mind management. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. I never thought I'd say that, but I've seen so many people selling Fury of Dracula recently. Yeah, just because they have my management, they don't need both. I'm like, oh, it hurts me. It does. I don't think I could ever get rid of Fury of Dracula. No, I don't either because Fury mm -hmm. is one of those, and I kept it on the list because it is such an epic night game. Oh yeah. Now, mind management is a good. It's if you don't know, it's a hidden movement game in mm -hmm. sixty minutes, which Fury will probably take two to three hours, but. So it gives you that great feel. However, as far as an all-encompassing environment that you are just, you are hunting for, for Dracula mm -hmm. and you are Van Helsing, you're everybody, Fury just captures that oh, so absolutely. well. Absolutely. It is, <clears throat> you're living that, the um, Dracula novel, the Dracula you movie are. as you're playing this game, you know? You just have yeah. to, and, that, and that's, it just grabs that. But it does not hit the table very much at all. No. Especially throughout the year. Yeah. But in the Halloween season... It gets played. It gets played. Yeah. And mind management does not hold a candle to it no. as far as theme for Halloween. Correct. I was actually going to say, so Fury Jacket was my number nine. <coughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I had Fury there. And I so felt bad... So now let's roll into number nine. Yeah. What's your number nine? <laughs> Fury Dracula. Um, So... I feel like I feel bad that it's lower on my list just because we haven't played it as much. And you're right. My management kind of took over that hit a movement, you know, crown right there. And that's it's really. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So what's your number nine? All right. My number nine uh -huh. is you. Oh, Mansions of Madness. This is on my honorable mention. This one. I almost did not put it on there. Mainly because, wow, I'm sorry. I'm looking back last year. Okay. It was number three. What was? Fury. Fury, yeah. <clears throat> wow. Mm -hmm. That's it's big. Hurts. All right. So, yeah. So, it was my number nine. It would be higher, although we have it. We've got a friend that has it fully painted. Yeah, correct. So, this almost, I went back and forth on whether or not to put it on the list because it's, it's not Halloween themed as much because it's Cthulhu. Yeah. But it is still horror themed. Oh, yeah. And I do think it has that, you know, detective murder, you know, kind of theme to it that kind of ties into Halloween so well. Right. Yeah. So, and it's yeah. got a great atmosphere, especially mm -hmm. a lot of these games. It's the atmosphere you build. I'll talk about that more with games coming up. Yeah. But it's the atmosphere. When we play Mansions of Madness, we have the lights at a certain level. We have the app going on the cast to the screen. We have some background music. That type of thing really builds that environment yeah. to do it. Mm -hmm. So that is my number nine, Manches of Madness. Yep. All right. My number eight, um, eight now is yep. Betrayal of House on the Hill. Okay. Yes. I this, this game is great. I love this game. You're in a haunted house. It how really do you, just... How do you not put this on a Halloween list? And it's yeah. one of those things, and I may talk about it later. Okay. But um, say no more. Yeah. So okay. that is your number eight. That, yes. All right. My number eight is Night Cage. Yes. Okay. 
Nightcage, one of those that we just got at Gen Con a couple years ago, right? Two years ago. Two no, years. This year, last year. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. really, you are all about, it's all about going in the dark and finding different monsters yeah. and going through. This one, it is all about theme. Yes. Before we played it, we heard from a lot of people, what you want to do is you want to play this game with the lights on no, and all no. that. It won't really grab you. No. Play it in dim light yeah. through candlelight. Yeah. Really yeah. get in there and act like you are the have people. Have some music playing in the background. They have yeah. a soundtrack yeah. that, that plays through uh-huh. this. And it is one of those very, when you get into it, very, very thematic games. Yes. Because you really feel like your candle's about to go out and the minis with it are just just disgusting. Yeah. They look great. Oh, they're amazing. So yeah. it's one of those. Now, mechanic-wise, it's not fantastic. There's a lot of problems with it, I think. But if you play it for theme, because really the thing with Nightcage is you can lose very easily. But let's be honest. If you're in that situation, you could probably it's lose. It's one of the few games easily. where you lose and you're okay losing because you're like, well, that was okay. And it's a great story. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. It's a great story. It's a great experience. Too. Yes. You don't mind losing in that game. <clears throat> yeah. So that is, yeah. that's Nightcage. Yes. Um, we're up to number seven, correct? Number seven. Number seven. My number seven is Mask of the Red Death. This was on my short list, yeah. too. I um, regret <clears throat> to say that we haven't played it as much as I would like, but I love, love this game. I, I do think too. it. I don't know if it's because I love the Vincent Price movie, too. So yep. it ties into that. Um, but no, this is a great game. I like it. Uh, like I said, I wish we played it more. But great game. I feel like the reason we don't play it as much as we do is because you do need the right group for that. You really do. It's one of those that when I heard about it, I don't know if it would click, but it is is a great game. It's a fantastic game. It's a bit longer at 60 to 90 minutes. Yeah. But um, also the amount of people you need, this isn't a typical game night game. No. You'll, I think it says four to seven people. And I think at the larger I think it works better with a larger... It's good because you're really trying to move from room to room, trying to find out where the Red Death is going to take out next. Mm-hmm. And it is it is mixing horror with deduction. Yes. And now I know you think a werewolf type of thing, but it's not like that no, at all. Not no, social deduction. No. But you're deducing which rooms are safe and how to move. It's, yeah. It's a great game. The, the components on this, the artwork. And fantastic. I, I completely agree. Oh, now, yeah. talking about it, I kind of regret not putting it on my list. Yeah. No, I... Saw this game on our shelf and I was like, oh, this is a great Halloween game. We have to play it this year. I agree. That is our mission. Yep. Yep. We will do that. (laughs) Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. That's a good number seven. Yeah. All right. My number seven is actually probably the newest game on this list. And that is Nightmare Productions. Okay. Yep. And that's by Trick or Treat Studios. This This is very Halloween. This is very Halloween. And I really (laughs) hesitated putting this on because putting putting a game so new on the top 10 it's always like, ah, is it going to last? Is it going to be one of those that sticks with it? I, this will. This will. And it's... We reviewed Golden Age last yeah. time, which has the real real people on it. Yeah. But Nightmare Productions just captures that theme. Yeah. That was the other game I played on the Autumn Spectacular. Did I mention that? I thought you did. Okay, anyway. But um, <laughs> I was like, oh, Random. I didn't play that. Squirrel. But Nightmare Productions, it's so fun creating... Yeah. A movie horror movie. Yeah, your movie reel is so fun. And I really, I it's so, I don't know, not messy, but you feel like you're in it. You're like, you know, you're in the middle of that horror movie kind of thing. You know, yeah, I like that. It's one of those things. And then as you go through and you create the movie, you kind of tell what the movie's about yeah, yeah. to the people playing around you. That's what that's what makes it fun. Yes, yes. So I really, yeah, I enjoy that Nightmare Productions That was one thing I liked doing more with Nightmare Productions. Right. Is when you're like, hey, I just finished a movie and it is, you know, whatever. And it stars the blob gloop and it's set in yep. a cemetery. And yeah, like it's fun to tell everybody that movie you created. It's really, it's a fun, yeah. it's got a great fun yeah, feel on that. Absolutely. So that's yep. Nightmare Productions by Trick or Treat Studios, which honestly, by their name, you know, they have a great, a, a great... List I'm of Halloween so excited games. for their future Halloween releases. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Whew, it's going to be good. going to be good. I feel like that's coming out very, very, very soon. Yeah, I yeah. hope. All right, go sure. ahead. Okay, so my number six is um, Horrified but American Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Um, you've got American Monsters. I think I was, I picked this one over the other one because I was, it ties into my like, 
slasher kind of theme that I was going through on my list. Even though I have Frankenstein, which I'll talk about stuff about Frankenstein later, but yeah, I went a little slashery. So you're horrified is American Monsters? I did. I just, just different. I Even though my favorite monsters are the other ones, I thought, hey, let's go slasher today. That is surprising. I know. Horrified American Monsters. Yeah. Okay. But you also have the regular horrified too. You do, yeah. yeah. So it's horrified in there. Horrified there, yeah. All right, so my number six is... It's going to sound weird, but Pittsburgh 68. Yeah, this was on my honorable mention. This is a game that a lot of people don't recognize because it is indie. And it's Pittsburgh 68. It's Roswell 51. One. And then there's the other Cthulhu-based mm-hmm. one. And I forgot I what, don't it remember is. what it is. I just see the box of Roswell 51 right behind yeah. me. So, um, how I knew that. Pittsburgh 68 <laughs> is pretty mm-hmm. much you are creating a B-movie. Yeah. You're stepping forward and you're making a B movie. Yeah. And it's just one person's a director. Everybody else in Pittsburgh 68 in particular are are zombies. Yeah. Now, as you kill a zombie, they then flip and yep. now they're on the director's side. Yep. And thematically, this is fantastic. When you get the right group, you're really into it. You're telling how you're killing each other. And there are so many times that this ends and you just wait to survive until the end of the movie. Yeah. So many times that we've had it to where like one time we were all zombies and there was one cheerleader and she was stuck in the basement and yeah. we were all pounding on the door. The door was getting low on hit points and then boom, fade to black. Yep. And the movie is over. She survived. Yay. And it is yeah. it is a great great thematic game oh yeah and that's easy my number six and with roswell the roswell 50 whatever 51 51 Mm -hmm. it came with a board that you then have a board and the board itself looks like a drive-in movie oh it does yeah so you've got the you've got the car you've got the screen Mm -hmm. where everything takes place the director the top this is a fun just a fun exciting game yeah i really really like pittsburgh 68 and it's not very expensive so if you have a chance to pick it up Pick it up. Yep. It's not one that people talk about, but it had to be on my list. Honestly, I probably, I hesitated putting this as low as six. Yeah. It's, we, we play this throughout the year play, too. I didn't have it high on my list just because we haven't played it in so long. Right. I agree. Um, so yeah, I agree. All right. My number five is Zombicide. This was on my list too. Yeah. Zombicide, you, how do you, you got to go kill some zombies. It's Halloween time. I don't know why this was not on my list. It should have been. Yeah. Now you have Zombicide or the Black Plague one? I just had Zombicide because we have like a thousand different variations of it. Yeah. So I'd it's say all encompassing. For Halloween, I'd almost say for gameplay, which ones I, li- I enjoy more, I think Black Plague. Yep. But for Halloween, I think Zombicide. Oh, yeah. The I original so. because you are, I mean, you are fighting a zombie apocalypse. You're killing zombies. I mean, in the mm-hmm. other one, it's same thing, but it's for some reason yeah. the, the medieval type thing kind of negates that a bit. Yeah. But I agree with that. Zombicide, it was not on my list. It was honorable mention for me, though. Yeah. All right. So now number five, that is Betrayal at House on the hey, Hill. Hey, there you go. And this one, I will put all of them in there. I'll put Baldur's yep. Gate. I'll put the Scooby-Doo one. I'll put both editions. And I know the biggest complaint people have with this game is the fact that it's not perfectly balanced. Yeah. It, it's not. No. You know, there are certain times where it's going to be impossible for the betrayer to win. Other times it's possible for the other people to win. Yeah. It's, that's the way it is. It's swingy. But that's what makes it fun. And it doesn't play super long, so no. you can just rework it and play a different scenario. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. It's yeah. just it's really fun yep. to get out there and just do. And you don't take it seriously. No. You just go out and there it is. Yep. And you always because honestly, the ones that we've had in so fast and we had no chance of survival, those sometimes are the best stories you come out with afterwards. Oh, absolutely. You're like the ones that, that you know, like when the betrayer does such a great job. Yeah, right. You're like, you're like okay. that blob just tore me up. Yes. You know, that game is the over. Blob. I mean, it's it I was love the blob. It was crazy. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, Betrayal House on the Hill. Um any edition you've got, Baldur's Gate, the Scooby Doo one, whatever, definitely recommend They're it. That's all our, worth playing. Yep, that is my number five. All right. So my number four, and this is why I had this on my list is um, the Frankenstein slash it's alive had to have some classic monsters there. It's Halloween. And that was where I kind of did my classic monsters. This was actually on my list uh-huh. and I bumped it off of my list. Why? I don't know. Cause it was, I mean, looking back, it was high last time. Yeah. The reason I did it is because beat that Frankenstein, I love building my Frankenstein monster. Oh, it is. It is probably, yeah. if I could just do this list, Honestly, it sounds bad. Yeah. It would be my top five. Yeah. Because we play it throughout the year. We probably play it every month or two. Oh, at least. It's we played all it the very time. recently. Yeah. It's yeah. 
But my gripe is it's not widely available. I know. I've even emailed this company and said, guys, you're missing something. Start selling. And they're not selling it here in the U.S. It's it's difficult to get it. Yeah. And It's Alive is the older one. It's easier to get used. But it is just a fun, fun game. This is a great game. And the Frankenstein itself has as a nicer mechanic as far as the coin moving around the different mm-hmm. the villagers. Mm-hmm. And I do like that. It helps when you do get the villagers, then you're not you don't feel so like Ugh. Yeah, like it kind of makes that turn. a bit better. Yeah. Makes yeah. all that. So I do like that, but I do wish it's more widely available. But this this is an incredible, incredible Halloween theme game. Yeah. Good idea. Okay. All right. My number four yep. is ghost stories. Yep. Ghost stories is I just love this game. I didn't have this on my list just because we haven't <sighs> played this in so long. Oh, the huge manatee. I know. I saw it and I was like, ah, oh, should I put it on? And I was like, but we just haven't yes. played it. Yes, so you should have put it on. I didn't put it on. These minis, it's one of the only ones yeah. that the minis, the, uh, I don't know what they call them, and they're the ghost minis. They're, they're black. They're like cloaked figures. Yeah. They look so good, not even painted. They do. Yeah. And they slowly haunt different boards. It is a fantastic, fantastic yeah. game. And I think it's because I it's also hard. It's hard to play. So many expansions for this, but it's a hard game to not hard to play, I'm sorry, hard to win. And you are oh, always yeah. up against it. This and is a hard, I hard love game it. To win. Yeah. So Ghost Stories is my number four. Yep. All right, so my number three is Night Cage. We've already talked about it, but that was my number three. Yep. Yeah. I just feel like this game, you know, you turn the lights on, put the music on, put the candles on. There you go. You've got a great Halloween game night right there. I agree. Night Cage is one of those, this time of the year is when Night Cage needs to come out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's such a unique game. Oh, it's completely unique. And like you said, and we talked about this, you know, when you're playing it and you lose, you're still okay with it because it's been the experience of it. Right. And I was hesitant on this because certain ones try to do things differently and fall short like Nyctophobia. Mm-hmm. But um, Night Cage does nail it. Yeah. No, I think yeah. they just nail this theme. They're great. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. So then my number three mm-hmm. is Escape from Aliens in Outer Space. Yeah. I was going to have this, but this was too sci fi for my list. I know. So but I, I was like, ah, that, but this is a great game. Yeah. It's great. And we've played yeah. it so uh, suspenseful. We've reviewed it on here and yeah. you know how much we love it. I think we everyone. It just recently. Yeah, we did. We played it after one of the gaming days. We did. I came back here and played it until 2 a.m. Yeah. And we played it the full, had like 11 people. I don't know how many we had. We had like a full gamut of people there. Yeah. It is a fun, it is the only game that honestly can give you anxiety. Oh, complete anxiety. To do it with this. Now, there, I'm wanting to kind of change this because the mechanics on it can be changed from aliens to monsters very easily. If you came out with a few cards... Alien and monsters, you mean alien humans. Sorry, aliens to monsters. <laughs> okay. So you use monsters instead of aliens. Oh, I see what so you, you mean. So you have monsters yeah. hunting okay. the humans. Mm-hmm. You can easily change it... Oh, easily. ...to where you've got werewolves and vampires and all that stuff, and that grid could be mm-hmm. a castle... Correct. ...instead of a spaceship. Yep. Are you listening to me? That yes. would be perfect to re-release that in that type of thing. Could imagine running through the castle like this, having with those Dracula things... chasing you. ...chasing yeah. you and different... I mean... I mm-hmm. I love it. I know it's got. I know right now it's got that the thing that infected style. Yeah. Oh, of mechanic, yeah. Absolutely. But you mm-hmm. could easily shift this and make this into monsters. But yeah. either way, the suspense this game brings is probably unparalleled for oh, board games for me. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, we've had people get up and say, "I just have to walk away. I just have to walk away. I can't watch <laughs> this. This. It's so." It gives it's that fun, anxiety. It's fun even if you get killed or you escape, you can still keep playing the game. Well, not playing the game, but be part of the game because you're watching all of this yeah. go on. Yeah. yeah. The last time we played it was so fun with yeah. the guy. I mean, it was oh, it was great. Yeah. So yeah, that is Escape from Aliens in Outer Space. That is my yeah. number three. Okay. So my number two is Camp Grizzly. Again, man, I didn't. This is your number two? This is my number two. This I uh, this is what I mean. My list was very slashery. And I was like, "This is a slasher. How do you Halloween right there?" I We're feel talking about that they're finishing the Halloween series with Jamie Lee Curtis this Halloween. I saw that. Yeah, can we haven't seen see the that. last one, have we? No, we need to see that. But yeah, I want to see that do like a trilogy kind of thing. Yeah. Now Camp Grizzly, yeah. oh, it's rough. This was on my list, high on my list mm-hmm. too. 
but I took it down just because really it's not widely available. And I feel bad oh, pumping up on this list how wonderful Camp Grizzly is. And now it's being sold for absurd prices. It is. It's crazy. It and is crazy. And I do apologize, but... It's, this is great. It's a great game. And again, yep, yep. this is all about the people you play with. Correct. Because the people we play with are just into that vibe and it's yep. funny reading the cards. Yeah, yeah. Like one of has a Mr. has a little camper called <laughs> and they have a knife called Mr. Stabby. Yeah, yeah. And then thematically, one of the only weapons I found one time was a shard of glass. Yeah. Right. So I could I could defend myself, but also I would take damage every time as yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, it's a I, the it's beautifully worked. Like it's genius. Oh, you it's, know the detail on all those cards is amazing. And it's very yeah. oh, it's so Ameritrash. I think the oh. company's even called Ameritrash Studios or something. But it's just <laughs> it's so Ameritrash. Yeah. It's it's so fun and just light yeah. and really slashery B movie. Yeah. yeah, it's B movie. That's definitely not a phrase. But B movie, um, I do like it though. That's yes. a good phrase. We should make it a phrase. So I, I yeah, I completely agree with uh, Camp Grizzly being your number two. Okay. All right. My number two is um, Abomination. Yes. And by Abomination, I do mean the Prometheus yeah. variant. I am a <clears throat> shame to me that I don't actually have this on my list. Really? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't put it on there. Abomination. I think I was itself, going for a slasher today. Uh, yeah, you were a big time. <laughs> so Abomination itself yeah. um, is a bit too long. And I know a lot of people have made the mistake, and I yeah. say mistake, in my opinion, by playing Abomination and then shelving it, saying it's too long, too convoluted. And you don't grab a variant. Like there's the Igor variant, but there's also the Prometheus variant. Yeah. And the Prometheus variant is the one I would recommend. Correct. Um, because the Igor one, you don't have to print anything. Prometheus, you do print some smaller things, but not a lot. So the Prometheus variant shortens it a lot, and I don't think hurts the gameplay. Oh no, not at all. I do think this is the way to play this game. Yeah, this yeah. is this is the only way I would play this game. Absolutely. So um, that is my number two abomination with the Prometheus variant. Yeah. All right, my number one. Now wait before we go to number one. Okay. Let's mention some honorable mentions okay. right now. So I've mentioned a couple of mine. Yep. Um, one of them was actually, you know what? Should we go to number one first or do honorable mentions now? I just had one honorable mention that I haven't mentioned, and that was The Hunger. The Hunger was on my list yep. as well. Of honorable mentions? Yeah, it didn't make it that, but it was on my list of ones to look at. Okay. So another one's for mine, the ones I mentioned for you, Final Girl, uh-huh. only because it's solo, it didn't make the list for me, yep. because for me, I wanted to, I wanted games with other people. Yeah. Uh, the Bloody Inn was yes, my, one yes, of mine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Dracula, Walpurgis Night yep. was one of mine. And uh, Grindhouse was also on there, okay. and Werewolf, things like that. So we'll go into a bit more. All right, so now your number one is... My number one is Nightmare Productions. And I know it's Really? Such, yeah, I know it's such a new game, but that was kind of one of the reasons why I thought this is a great number one. It's new, it's fresh. I thought hey, we like playing it, we played it a lot. Yeah, Wow. number one. Yeah. Nightmare Productions mm-hmm. is your number like one Like I said, I had a slasher Halloween feel game. going into this, and this is, I think, you're making a slasher movies. That's there you go. How do you beat that? I agree with that yep. though, because okay. that is such a fun yeah. game. Yeah. All right. And my number one had to be what it is. It's horrified. Yeah. I tried to bump this down the list. I and I kept going up and up as I kept thinking about what just screams Halloween, what yeah. just screams horror movies, what just screams that feel. And when you can mix universal monsters and American yeah. monsters and you just have that going yeah it's really hard to beat horrified it just is great game i love this game yeah and other ones that we did didn't make the list are bring out your dad my father's work monsters on board Mm -hmm. so all of those but those are number 10 now looking back i did find our list from last year oh okay let me see which ones that weren't on either our list that were on there last year the hunger was okay. on my number was number six on mine. <clears throat> Sorry, seven was Escape the Dark Castle. This one I love, and I think it suffers from big box mentality. I think so too. We used yes. to play it a lot when it was in a smaller box. Oh yeah, we used to take it places all the time. But now that's in a bigger box, yep, yep. it doesn't hit the table as much. Yep. All right, and another couple that didn't make this one didn't make either one of our lists. Mystery House. You're right, it didn't. Did I it. did love Mystery House. Yeah, I didn't put it on there. 
And bringing out your yeah. dad, of course, was there was on there last year as well. Okay. Um, those are a couple that stood out to me that weren't on this year's Halloween list. Yeah. That were on last year's. So, all right. Well, that is it for this time. We would like to know really Halloween games yeah. for you guys. What did we miss that yes. we should be playing this Halloween? It's early in October. We have 30 some, no, less than 30 days now. Less than, yes. Yeah. This is the fifth. Six. And, this six. is the six. Yeah. So, yeah. So this email required us, me to do lots of quick math in my head. I was like, it's not happening. Not happening. <laughs> so email us yeah. in and let us know which Halloween games you guys like. Yes, definitely. And Tell us. really what we need to play with oh, people yeah. this time. Or if we were wrong, which we probably were wrong yes. on several of our games. But just email us in. We love hearing from you guys. Oh, we love your emails. And thank, and thank you, you for so all much. the emails recently. We do really appreciate them. So yes, thank you. Yes. Yep. And we are doing really, we're doing well now. We're yep. doing good. Back to the grind. We're going to be back doing some more videos and back yep. on Instagram now that we have internet again. Woohoo! But again, hey, thank you guys so much. Yep. And I'm Joey. I'm Alex. And you can email us at show at mainlygames.com. Check out our link tree at mainlygames.com. And thank you guys again so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye.